You are now tuned in to the Season Change Podcast. My name is Dave, and I just want to thank you for taking a listen to another episode. I'm so excited, man. This is episode number three in a row. I think so. I'm going to go ahead and hit it again. Episode number three in a row. All right, let's get it going. I'm excited for this weekend's or this week's episode this weekend. I'm recording it on a weekend, usually do it on a weekday. I'm trying to get it in at the 11th hour. I'm trying to get it. So it's going to be like a race to the finish. I'm going to have to post the audio before the video because the video won't be done until like five in the morning. If you've been following the Instagram at its podcast season, you'll see me putting up the struggles of trying to export my new uh, my new video you know, my new default video with this like audio spectrum deal. It just takes forever to, you know, to export. Don't know what it is. Anyway, this is the season change podcast. Now you might be sitting there asking yourself, season change, what's this all about? Well, you know, in life, we all go through seasons of change, right? You might realize that you need to, you know, change the change the way that you're living and you need to get out, out of your current season. You might be in the midst of already embarking on a new season, or you might be smack dab in the middle of a full season of change. It doesn't matter. Whatever point you are at in your journey, we are here for you. I like to call this podcast my imperfect pursuit of perfection. And hey, nothing's perfect. But as long as you're on your way, as long as you're chasing something, as long as you've put your mind to do something, you're already winning. Anyway, like I said... This is the third show in a row, third week in a row. I haven't been able to do this since I started the podcast last March, and I'm doing it this time. So I'm excited. That means we are we are now on a winning streak. We're not taking any L's, hopefully, from here on out. Now, yeah, you know, it's been kind of a week. I felt a little bit better this week. My mindset was a lot more clear. I had a better understanding of what I need to do in life. I, I, I've gotten kind of... A little bit more comfortable, a little bit more relaxed at work. And I like that. I like being relaxed. I like coming home and not being angry. I like coming home and not feeling like I just got beat up all day. It's awesome. It's a good feeling. And I hope I can keep that up. I don't know about you guys, but I like to be relaxed when I get home. I don't like to be wound up. I like to be relaxed at work. I don't like to be wound up. So we're making strides here. It's 2021. We're going to leave all the negativity in 2020. doesn't matter how long it takes. If you have one great, fantastic day in 2021, and that's not until December 31st, then you still win. And you know who else won? Which was a very, very, very big surprise. Well, or maybe not, right? Maybe not. But Donald Trump, they wanted to impeach him. They wanted to make sure that he wasn't going to be able to run for office in 2024, whether it's for mayor, city council, congressman, whatever. They try to ice this man out. He ends up getting acquitted. One more time. So the man is 2-0 in impeachments, 1-1 in, in, in elections, with a chance to maybe go 2-1 and, and to, quote-unquote, right the ship. I don't know. I hope he doesn't run for office again. In my opinion, the world just acts, well, not even the world, this country acts a little bit too crazed and a little bit too divisive when, he's in, when he was in office. And I think it's going to take a few election cycles before we get kind of back to normal to realize... That we're all in this together. That we shouldn't be so divided down party lines. Right? Parties are better when we're all together having fun. I think that's what needs to happen. Anyway, NFL. The Super Bowl was last weekend. I have to tell you, I watched the first quarter. Two minutes into the second. 
I couldn't do it. I could not continue watching that game. It was not fun. It was not entertaining. I ended up switching to Peacock and watching the Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine uh, documentary, The Defiant Ones. That held my attention a lot more than the Super Bowl, even though I had seen it already. No, no knock on either team. Both teams. Good, but just... It was not entertaining at all. It did not feel... In this whole year, this whole NFL season, it just didn't feel like a real season to me. It just felt really like something was missing. Like something was definitely missing. Like this whole entire season. And I just don't know. I, I can't... Like I can't pinpoint like exactly what it is. So, you know, what... It's over. Uh, Tom Brady gets his uh, seventh ring. Seven. More than any other franchise, of course, he could have nine. But my New York Giants took him out 18-1. and one, Took him out four years later. Eli Manning, the Tom Brady silencer. You know, I thought the Chiefs, the Chiefs were going to you know, go ahead and, and take care of business, but they didn't. And it's all good. Now, a lot of people want to go ahead and anoint Tom Brady as the GOAT, the greatest of all time. I'm going to give that man his credit right now. He is one of the best. I can't call him the greatest of all time, and I'm going to have to tell you why. All of the controversy that has surrounded this guy throughout his NFL career, uh, I think that just holds him back. If you look at guys like Michael Jordan, if you look even at LeBron James, and I'm not even the biggest LeBron James fan, but you look at Michael Jordan, you look at Wayne Gretzky, you look at people who are really big in their sports, like people who are just fantastic at whatever they do. You've got Michael Phelps in swimming. Those, you know, uh, you want to go for for women's sports, you have um, Serena Williams. What they've done within the sport has largely been without controversy, at least nothing where they got suspended for what they've, what, what they've done. You know, Tom Brady had to serve a suspension for deflate gate. That was real. That happened to me. That's what holds him back from ultimately being recognized as the one and only goat. You know, Joe Montana didn't have uh, controversy like that. Steve Young didn't have controversy like that. Dan Marino didn't have controversy like that. Yeah, I know uh, Tom Brady's got the rings, but the way I look at it is if you put Joe Montana on those Patriots teams, Dan Marino on those Patriot teams, Steve Young on those Patriot teams, they're going to have the same amount of success. Uh, I don't want to say that Tom Brady's a system QB because he's not, because it takes a very special QB to do what he did and, and be as good as he's been for this amount of time just consistently. I think he's the smartest when it comes to keeping his body healthy and to coming up with ways to extend his career with different exercising exercises and different diets. But as far as being the one and only GOAT, I just can't give him that title because of that controversy. Uh, there's there's a little bit a question of character in there. And a GOAT has to just hit all the marks. It's got to be his playing career, the rings, the character, the moral things, how he, how he treated teammates. And Brady, in all aspects, except for that controversial part, that controversy part, he just... He has not been able to hit it. And I'll tell you one thing about Brady that really bugs me is the fact that he so fevered, fervently or whatever the word you want to say, passionately fought for Antonio Brown to come to his teams. And Antonio Brown is a big time character issue. Uh, there are a lot of people who I would say are, you know, genuinely, genuinely remorseful after they get into controversy or they actually feel bad for the things that they do. I don't see that in Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown just, you know, he's got this, he's, he's just got this way and this pattern of just consistently getting in trouble. Just all of the time. You know, he, 
he was with the the Steelers. He forced his way out of there. He ended up being a bad a bad locker room guy. He goes to the Raiders. He starts making a bunch of excuses, every excuse in the book. And guess what? He goes to the Patriots and he ends up getting released because he had some sexual assault allegations. And it's not just one woman who came out. It was a few. Then he was on uh, social media disrespecting his baby's mother. Then they there was tape of him yelling at his baby's mother in the street and then yelling at the cops. There was controversy about him uh, getting into an altercation with a delivery man. And Tom Brady wanted this guy on his team. And and this is kind of uh, wrapped in today, to today's topic. The topic of today's show, I should have said it earlier, but the topic of today's show is the lost ones or the lost. It's going to be something along those. It's about people who are lost and who do things and kind of do anything by any means necessary for attention, for likes, because they crave attention. Uh, instead of fixing his uh, mental health or instead of trying to fix his character issues while he was suspended and over the last year, Antonio Brown was out there making rap. He turned into a rapper all of a sudden. He wasn't showing that he was remorseful for these things that he was accused of. And then he goes and he wins a Super Bowl and he comes out and the first thing he says is, uh, God did this. Yeah, he did. You know, God definitely did. God definitely gave you that talent. But I have an issue and I know I shouldn't as a Christian, right? We shouldn't have issues when other people are turning to God. But I have an issue and this is, you know, something that kind of prevented me from going all in with religion. You know, before I I just said, you know what? No, I'm doing it for me. I don't care about any other people. And I think a lot of people have this feeling as well is they see people who constantly do bad things who constantly break the law, who constantly get in trouble and in controversy, and then they turn to God when the public perception of them, uh, of themselves is terrible, when it's in the gutter. They use God to claw back out. And a normal person like you or me, people who don't have popularity, we don't get that same treatment when maybe when we mess up. Why? Because we're not millionaires, because we don't have an athletic ability. We don't get we don't get that pass like these athletes do, like these celebrities do when they just go crazy and do all this stuff. Now, I, I, I'm praying for the man, just like I prayed for Kanye West to stay on that on that right track. Hopefully, Antonio Brown stays on that right track. But the patterns have shown us that he's not going to, and he's only going to go back when he's in trouble. So today's episode is, you know, going to be on the loss. I'm going to dive into it a little bit later. It's about people who do things by any means necessary to get attention, to get likes. And it has most, you know, most to do with social media and YouTube and how people conduct their business on there. The lengths and at which they're willing to go to get attention and to get people to kind of gravitate towards them. And you know what? The kids and future generations are looking at these people as influencers. They look up to them. They copy them. And it's just incredible you know, what these kids will do and what these people will do for attention. But you know what, right now we're going to get into a quick music break as we do around this time before we jump into the main topic. Right now we've got Naladius. I hope I'm saying that right. His Instagram has the little pronunciation guide and hopefully I'm getting it right. So Naladius and Dissel Insanity featuring one of my favorites, AI The Anomaly and Jess Norris. It's a, it's a nice track. It's pretty laid back. I like the way it sounds. I hope you like the way it sounds too. You are listening to the Season Change Podcast. It's going to be a good one. Stick around because when we come back, we're going to talk about the lost ones. 
the lost ones who are out there doing whatever they want to do and whatever they need to do for attention. And the only attention that they should be getting or trying to get is God's. Here we go. It's a season change podcast. I am Dave. Thanks for listening. In the same predicament for years Hard to walk on water when the ocean was your tears Feeling that fear hit Peer pressure from your peers When you down, they gone When you on, it's cheers Guess I gotta keep my composure Cause I'm on, right? Looking for those by my side It's my thorn, right? Telling fakes I thought with my fam That it's on sight Couldn't see that pride was my guide My shine was on bright Had to kill it swiftly When I felt the spirit hit me I was sickly, but it cleaned My feel felt like a kidney Had to release all that bitterness That was in me before others I had to ask you she would have forgive me his goodness replaced the drink that was laced that I was sipping I'm wicked I see myself in the person I was pissed with could have been a witness but was caught up in the friction realizing it's a test and I caused all my hindrance oh Lord, take all this bad that I'm blind my eyes take all the hurt that keeps me from rising cause I'm tired of trying to do it on my own oh Lord, I'm laying down on my selfish ways and I'm humbling myself to change yeah. I'm changing I'm trying to do it on my own Wait a minute, I'm fading in it The grainy picture, the merit image Is carnal driven, so self-inflicted Hard intentions, self-righteous living A pompous Christian, white tomb External perfect, my outer shimmer Beneath the surface are dead bones I rotten in them, secretly hypocrite Powdered in innocence Sharpen my guillotine, searching for enemies Aiming my first stone, hoping the killer scream it is me who i seek to defeat killer victim is me flee from that tempter but ease back into trees all these leaves they cover my wrongs as i eat so sweet be the fruit of my dreams lead me to sleep death be the check that i keep if i don't heed learn from the flaws of my eve or be deceived that python creep in the trees subtle is he insane if we fall for that sneak keep on your feet oh lord take all this bad that i'm blind my eyes take all the hurt that keeps me from Cause I'm tired of trying to do it on my own Oh Lord, I'm laying down on my selfish ways And I'm humbling myself to change, yeah I'm changing, I'm trying to do it on my own Oh Lord Run deep, my thoughts elevated. Reading Bible pages, treated like it's medication. Therapy is something that I never needed. I let this beat hear my pain, I give a special treatment. Word. So tell me what we talking about. Yeah, I feel somewhere I take a different route. Yeah, I stay inside like there's a sniper out. Yeah, I hear the beat and I start blacking out. Uh, 
Forget my blackness when I'm acting out. This is where my credit law I'm messing with my paper out. Every night I pray I tell God I need a bigger house. New whip, cause I'm eating beasts like it's in and out. 2020 vision, I'm done with the year already. It's 2020 now, but my vision is 2030. Said I 30 minus 20, that's why Louis on 10. Put these numbers on my back and let these games begin. King David with the flow, we coming back with the hymns. If the devil on your shoulder, lean back for the win. I came up like, ah, uh, that's word to my kin. I'm a king, son of God, that's why he blessing my pen. Now it's a dollar for my thoughts, we don't do pennies no more. A duck, work too hard, I ain't 20 no more. 20 something, but my vision like 58. Brain change to the own, that's why 58. I need my royalties, cause I'm royalty. We breaking bread for the lawyer fees, ain't no loyalty. You live and you learn, either you with it or burn. Don't let it get to my head like perm, I put in work. I need my royalties, cause I'm royalty. We breaking bread for the lawyer fees, ain't no loyalty. You live and you learn, either you with it or burn. Don't let it get to my head like perm, I put in work. Focus on getting better, the cheddar is keeping score I'm betting on every letter that's better than being doors They locking my kind up like they didn't need you If you ain't heard nothing, they blocking the young envision Hating on my ambition, they do that in every color Fighting for every dollar, the circle is getting smaller and smaller and smaller you know how the rest of it goes Best believe what we saying, we ain't UFOs God still undefeated, you know how we roll If you ain't heard, now you know Christ still in my soul I'm on my knees daily praying for this generation Cause I'm this generation too, ain't no point in faking Cause I'm this generation too, ain't no point in faking I had to say it twice so they know I really meant it I'm from the Serengeti where lines be Define me as the kid that was made from the 90s I'm grimy, I got a couple people eating and knowing it's cause of me I gotta get it like fettuccine we going for the cheese Back on my knees when the going gets tough I seen a tough get going You talking, they call your bluff And God, do you really trust? A dollar can get you touched Tell me the world is cold It's colder than all of us Devil out plotting Demons out mobbing I'ma stay thriving Pressure make diamonds I need my royalties Cause I'm royalty We breaking bread for the lawyer fees Ain't no loyalty You live and you learn Either you with it or burn Don't let it get to my head Like perm, I put in work I need my royalties Cause I'm royalty, we breaking bread for the lawyer fees Ain't no loyalty, you live and you learn Either you with it or burn Don't let it get to my head like perm, I put in work Up at the sky and pumping my fist 
message Imagine trusting in someone that I cannot see in the physical I'ma keep it a buck, them long nights I was miserable You had to be alongside with me for me to make it through How could you continue to love me? I always leave a mess And only take what I want and leave you the rest I know I should know better, but I defend my sins Wallowing my losses, even minimize all my wins You want the best for me, I'm concerned with the rest I get lost in my own mind and I forget Lately, the more we talk, the freer I feel I'm sorry I let you down all them years in the field I wasted so much time, it hurts I took you for granted Out of sight of the mind, but internally I was damaged Once I realized I hurt you, I hated how it felt So there is no way that I won't love you no matter what I'm dealt from You said that you don't need nothing Your mom said that we should talk But when you need me for something I know that you gon' call Yeah I'll probably be reckless to pick up. You could save a time for me. I know that you messed up. The timing's gotta be perfect. You think you gotta catch up to everybody else, but you don't need a bluff around me. You could be yourself. I don't need your help. I made the universe plus everything you felt is temporary. You don't gotta worry. I see the finish line, so you don't need to hurry. Just chill. You said that you don't need nothing. You are tuned into the Season Change Podcast. Dave here. That was Social Club Misfits with God Where You At. Before that, Louis on 10 with Royalty. You know, I love songs like that that are kind of laid back and smooth. And those those last two songs and this next uh, song, the first song you heard, Naladius featuring AI The Anomaly, Jess Norris uh, with Insanity. All those songs all have the same thing in common. They're smooth. They've got kind of like a laid back feel. Those are, you know, those are songs I can really vibe with, right? When you just want to relax. Anyway, Dave here. Now, without further ado, let's get into the topic of the lost. You know, to me, it seems like a lot of people are just lost right now, especially those on social media who are looking for fame. Have you seen some of the stuff that's out there on social media with these, you know, kids and their kids, uh, very immature in the mind. They go out and they play pranks on people, unsuspecting people, you know, pretending like they're going to fight them. Pretending like they're robbing them, you know, talking down to them, disrespecting them. And it makes me wonder how people can go about their lives being so starved for attention and wanting attention and likes and views so bad that they'll throw all their dignity out of the window. And I'm not just talking about the ones who do those prank videos. I'm talking about the ones who do things that they probably otherwise never would do if they weren't getting views. Now, if if you're doing something and you wouldn't do it if you weren't getting views, then you're not doing something that's true to your heart. You're doing something for the attention. You're doing something because you're starved for something. You're missing something. You know, there are people out there who go on social media to cause drama, right? They make videos, these, these fake videos where they are, they're going to trick their girlfriend into thinking, thinking they're cheating on them, or they're going to trick their boyfriend into thinking they're pregnant from someone else. When you use drama like that to get attention, that just means you don't have any real talent. And you know what? I know I'm sorry. I shouldn't be talking like this. I shouldn't be talking negatively like this, but it's weighing heavy on me because I see this stuff and there are kids who are looking up to these people and there are kids who actually think this stuff is funny and it's really not. 
there are about five people on YouTube, on Instagram, on TikTok who make original videos and then everyone else just copies what they do. And that's just what they keep doing. And then these little kids think that's the way to make money. And it's not. You really think it's awesome to go around and play pranks on fast food workers or to play pranks on street vendors for views and attention? Is it really that, you know, that needed in, uh, in life? Do we really need that kind of negativity floating around on the internet? There's already all this other stuff that we have to go and look at. Why do people continue to bring this? It's garbage, really. It's just garbage viewing. And if you're out there and you're promoting drug use, if you're promoting uh, violence, if you're promoting racism, or if you're promoting harassment, I mean, what kind of way is that to influence a whole generation? And yeah, I'm showing my age right now. I'm in my mid-30s, that kind of stuff. It's not entertaining to me. I don't find it funny. I don't find it cute, but a lot of people love it. And I get it. I get what it takes to get views. I get what it takes to get attention. I can do the same thing. I can sit up here and name drop and diss people and start beefs and start uh, feuds with people to get views and to drive people. And I could, uh, you know, talk about porn stars and have porn stars on my show and then tweet out and Instagram out their pictures so I can get likes and thumbs up and retweets. I could post fight videos and throw out all this negativity to get likes and to get views and to get loved and just to, to gain popularity in the cheapest way possible. But that's not who I am. And for a lot of people, that's not who they are either. They just see the last person getting likes and getting attention and getting a bunch of love for it. So they're going to do it too. And it's very unfortunate because all it does is lead to copycats. Now, the whole thing that spurred this uh, topic in my mind was earlier this week, I noticed and uh, noticed a story on the internet that a YouTuber was shot and killed after he was filming a prank video where he was uh, pretending to rob someone or robbing someone. And I always see those videos where people are pretending to rob someone or they're pretending like they want to fight someone or they're disrespecting someone's uh, girlfriend or boyfriend. And to me, it's always like people like that are playing with fire. You might run into the wrong person one day who's not going to appreciate that. And that's the kind of person who might have time that day to do what they have to do to prove themselves. And those people who react that way are no better than the prankster. But that's how people, some people react. Different people react to disrespect in many different ways. And unfortunately, at that point in time, that YouTuber ran into someone who just wasn't having it. And it reminds me of a story, I believe, last year where either uh, uh, it was a, a girlfriend of a YouTuber shot and killed him, um, you know, in a prank. And to me, it's like, how, how do kids see this and want to follow that life knowing that that's something that can happen and it's because they're easy easily influenced they, they see these people getting 500,000 views a million views for these things that they're doing and they think that's the way to get money or that's the way to get out of the situations that they're in and it's just terrible because they're just creating this generation of kids who don't really want to work hard to get where they have to get to or get where they want to get to they want everything to come easy and coming easy, that means doing things by any means necessary. You know, that means being disrespectful to people. You know, disrespecting elderly people, disrespecting 
mother is disrespecting people who aren't the same race as them. Baiting people into getting into drama with them on, on, on uh, video. There's one YouTuber out there who I used to view almost daily who I had to stop viewing because he was starting to tell people that if he got a million followers, then he would make a sex tape with his girlfriend. I mean, that those are the lengths that people are going to to get likes on the internet, to get followers and subscribers. And those are the types of people who are influencing our kids. I mean, look at all of the people you see now. Every rapper looks the same. They have those dorky, goofy face tattoos. They've got crazy colorful hair. They'll get contact lenses. They'll try to make themselves look demonic. They're rapping about being depressed. And I know mental health issues are real. Depression is real. But some of these guys are glorifying drug use to take care of depression. Like it's not something that kids won't gravitate towards to if they feel sad because they honestly think that's the only way to not be depressed. Because some rapper who, who is just pretty much doing it for the clout is rapping about it and talking about it because sadness is making him popular. And how does he get out of that sadness, quote unquote? The kids don't know that this is all an act. The kids don't know that these guys are just characters. They really think that these guys are sad and that the way that they're getting rid of their sadness is by doing drugs. Popping Xanax, right? That's the cool thing. Popping pills. Like, that's the cool thing, right? Xanax, that, that's lit. You know, those are kids who are influenced and they do this stuff. And there's kids who are out there dying and unheard of. You know, they're, they're not heard of. Because they're dying with no one giving them that attention like these rappers. No one's talking about these kids who are passing away, who are being negatively affected by these rappers. Or by these celebrities. How many of these kids, you know, at age 12 and 13 are really finding their true authentic selves in this day and age? Not many. Because they can be influenced by what they see on social media. When my generation was coming up, there were a hundred hurdles and different gatekeepers that people had to get through before they got fame. Before they got that big time record contract. Before they got attention. Now there's none. So any person, sometimes those people who don't deserve it because of the way they act are the ones getting that popularity and influencing these kids. I would hate to be 14 and 15 right now. I would be so confused. Things are... Things are uh, things that are popular aren't something that I think kids should really be, you know, even looking at. You know, kids shouldn't be listening to, you know, rappers glorifying uh, popping pills because they're depressed to numb the pain. Because they're, they don't understand that those guys aren't real. They're not true. They're not real people. Those are characters that these guys play. And yeah, there might be a handful of guys who are really depressed and they're rapping about it to bring awareness. But like I said, just like with the Instagram and YouTube thing, there are five people who are original and everyone else copies. People copy the quote unquote hot and popular thing. So now the end thing is to be depressed. And you can't tell if the kid's really depressed or if it's just something that they want to imitate because their favorite rapper is acting that same way. Depression isn't cool. It shouldn't be glorified, neither should popping pills. But a lot of times nowadays, 
what the kids are being exposed to, they're not really able to grow up and figure things out for themselves. Now, there are a lot of kids who are 9 and 10 coming out and saying they're gay or they're lesbian or they're bisexual. And I've got nothing wrong with the LBGTQ plus community. But how many of these kids understand what they're saying? And how many of these kids are looking at their favorite celebrity coming out and saying that and saying, oh, you know what? Yeah, I am too. Without understanding what they're really saying. Young minds are very impressionable and these days they are being exposed and affected by so many things. And kids these days have a hard time and are having a harder time growing up because of everything that they see. All of the things that they're being exposed to way earlier than they should. That's why they're confused. That's why they grow up with mental issues. That's why they grow up depressed because they just don't understand all of these things, all of these emotions that they shouldn't be having until they're, you know, 17 and 18 into their adult years. They're having to grow up so fast because they're influenced by what they see. And it's, it's sad to see that. And I pray that these kids are able to be kids and figure things out for themselves and not be influenced by what they see on Instagram or what they see on social media, TikTok, Snapchat, all of that, YouTube. I really think parents need to sit down and vet who their children are watching on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok. Because there are a lot of people, a lot of influence out there who are influencers out there who are doing the right thing, who are showing people how to live right, who are showing people that generosity is a good thing. They're not the ones who are out there being violent and playing dumb prank videos. There are a lot of YouTubers out there who are genuinely great. You know, and earlier I talked about how it seems like there, there are people who use, you know, use Jesus and use God's name when they're low with, uh, Low in the public eye, right? When they've got like a little bit of controversy. And like I said, for me, that's why I kind of stayed away from religion. Like to me from, you know, two, two, three, four years ago, you look at it and it's like Christianity was just the religion where people mess up and then go back and use God as a crutch, mess up and then go back and use God as a crutch. And that's what a lot of people see. You know, and here I'm going to, on this podcast, I want to keep it real because I just want to explain my journey and where, you know, how I came to think the way I'm thinking now. And that was my thought process. But then I realized not every Christian is like that. Not every Christian uses uh, God when they're in trouble. Some of them are genuinely using God to make themselves better. They don't just come back to God when everyone is mad at them and they need that you know, that excuse to show people like, oh no, I've learned from my mistakes. And then they go back and do the same things. There are Christians out there who are genuine about their walk with God. And it took me a while to notice that. And yes, shame on me for thinking that most were like that, that most were like the other ones who, you know, are just hollow Christians. Because not everyone's like that. And that's where I want people to kind of see, because there might be you listening. You might think the same thing. You might think like, oh, no, you know what, man? Christians are phony, Dave. Christians just, they, they do whatever they have to do when it comes to going wild. And then all they do is they go back and they repent and they think everything's fine. Yep, some do do that, unfortunately. But there are many out there who are genuine about God, genuine about growing the kingdom and building the kingdom genuine about helping others get to the point where they're at in their walk. You know, and 
those are the ones who aren't lost. Those are the ones who maybe at one point were lost and now they're found. So it's crazy just the way things are these days when you look at social media and, and you look at the people who gain popularity and it's easy to sit back and think like, man, God, why them? Why them? When you're working hard to do what you have to do and you know that if you went that other way and you threw all your dignity, you threw all your class and you went ahead and just assassinated your own character by doing things that were just out of your nature, you could get popular too, but you don't because you've got that little voice that says, no, that's not me. That's not the way I want to go. You know, there's one last person that I want to mention when it comes to all of this social media madness. And I'm not even going to say the name of the person, but this is a, a you know, a, a makeup artist uh, who was born male, identifies as female. I don't know what, whatever it identifies as, uh, got in hot water for pretending that they were pregnant. Now, if you know darn well that you were born a man, don't play with something like that. Don't joke around about being pregnant when you know biologically that is not something that can happen to you. Because there are women out there who are genuinely struggling with trying to get pregnant. They don't think it's a joke. I don't think it's a joke. I don't see what's funny about it. It was just a ploy, just another way for that person to get attention. And that person has been doing the most idiotic things to get attention. And to me, that's the most idiotic thing that you can do is play with something like that when you know that there are people struggling each and every day to get pregnant. And you look at it as like it's some kind of joke. You're a joke. Your followers are a joke. People who defend you are a joke. And I'm not going to say that person's name, but you can go and you can look it up and you'll, you'll probably be able to find it. Cause I doubt that there are many uh, YouTube stars who are pretending to be female who are pretending to be pregnant as well. That's, that's going to be an easy one to find. And look, I know this one, this episode was a little bit, you know, filled with the negative and, and kind of attacking people. But sometimes you just have to get the things that are weighing heavy on you off of your chest because it is frustrating. It is frustrating to see people like that in positions of influence because you know it's just going to build this army and generation of kids who are disrespectful. Kids who don't care about other people's feelings. And that's the sad part. So we have to pray. It's war out there, right? It's warfare with people like that. Warfare, warfare with people who push those agendas. And we just have to keep fighting. It's a crazy spiritual warfare out there. And there's going to be a lot of people who listen to this and think I'm crazy, think I'm, you know, a tin hat wearer. No, this is just coming from the heart. You know, it's crazy out there. And I just want to say, we got to pray, stay in prayer all the time. I'm telling you, I'm going to be more unashamed and more unapologetic about my faith as we continue to go because that that's just who I want to be and that's just one of my personal goals for 2020 is to be unashamed in my walk, unashamed in my faith, unashamed in my belief in God. People on YouTube got to stop doing ungodly things. Yeah, sure, the fame right now, that's awesome, but you know what? It's going to dry out sooner or later when people realize just how foolish you are. 
So go ahead and get your dignity back and get your character back and do what you have to do to get in the good graces. Anyway, I want to thank you for listening to the Season Change Podcast. Once again, this was a Season Change Podcast. Whether you're seeking a season of change, whether you're in the middle of a season of change, or whether you're full-fledged in a brand new season, thriving and surviving, I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for taking a walk with me on my journey, my imperfect journey to perfection. Thank you for listening. Right now, we're going to leave you with a throwback track. This was off of Gavi's Heathen album from last year. It's called Vanity. Thanks again. Dave signing out. Peace. I told my mama, Asalama, I'ma make it and never forget her. Stacking bread and stacking the cheddar. Who would've known I would've traveled off of writing letters? Who would've known I'd have a job making these instrumentals? Yeah, whoa. Some days are better than others. I know I was a shoulder for the tears of my mother. This around the time when my parents divorced. Same time when my faith finally taking course. Yeah, my biggest fear is losing my wife. And all my Christian heroes, yeah, they cheated once or twice. Making me think if I'm next in line. If my light gon' shine. Do my eyes go blind? I know the devil wanna sign this on my name. Growing up trying to find my way. I'm just trying to die to flames. I've been getting tired away. I'm trying to win. The root of evil is the love of moolah Gems of wisdom in my head You could ask a jeweler I had to get it through my thick skull My medulla Before the snake slither in Gotta dug Medusa Usa Why we do bad? We gotta lose that And from the jump I was trying not to be a nuisance Who that? Who that? The heathen that was awesome fam. Yeah, yeah I had an episode Yeah, I had enough uh, yeah. Hope they understand my words And the thugs, yeah You the touch of gold Crazy on the keyboard Till you see me at the front door, got it to me, to me, yeah, we gon' eat, hope it ain't the last supper that we gon' feast, they tryna kill me like Jesus at 33, I hope they see me as a brother, not the enemy.
Thanks for tuning in to the SC Podcast. As always, it was a pleasure to bring you a bit of entertainment, seeds for the mind, and music for your ears. If you like what you've heard, head over to It's Podcast Season on Instagram. That's It's Podcast S-Z-N, and hit that follow button. And until next time, hey, let's keep growing together.